Welcome to the Podiatry Business Podcast, brought to you by your host, Lorcan O'Donnella, podiatrist and health business mentor. The podcast that is designed to help current and aspiring podiatry clinic owners to make the most of their clinic, turning it into a true business that can work without them, allowing them the freedom to earn more, work less, and live a better life. Welcome to episode 25 of the Podiatry Business Podcast with myself, Lorcan O'Donnella podiatrist and health business mentor so haven't spoken to quite a number of um, podiatrists over the past few weeks and the same is true with my own clinics we found that coming out of lockdown that as I um, record this in late July 2020 that there's been a huge upsurge in the number of patients coming to the clinics now this is all good um, and it allows clinic owners to start to rebuild some of their significant losses they would have had from being closed um, for quite a period of time. In the UK in particular, they were closed for almost three months. But the reality is that the amount of uh, of new patients coming in the doors right now is not quite the new the new normal. Um, part of it is due down to the backlog of patients that have um, been unable to have treatment for quite a while and also some other clinics um may well be uh, not back up and running and so on so the reality is that we are in a deep recession worldwide and experts um have suggested that this will last for anywhere for between um 12 and 36 months now this isn't the first recession that i've worked through uh it's my second and and uh, with most clinics if you're more than 10 years old well then that's the case for you too and you know that recessions do end however when you're going through them um especially if it's your first time going through them it can be pretty scary because all you read in the paper all you see on the news and so forth and all you hear from your patients is how bad things are who's losing their job this week um uh, what shop is closed down and so on um you don't see a whole lot of good news but your job as a clinic owner and as a business owner is to get your mindset right. It's crucial that you get this correct. What you need to realize is whatever, wherever you're listening to this today, there's no less money circulating around your country now than there was back in February of this year. It's not like somebody goes out and burns the money. The money still exists. What happens is that... Uh, people just tend to hoard the money. Um, an example is myself and my wife would have a savings account. And what we do is we like to have an account in a bank that you literally have to go to to get the money out. That way we don't use it um, quickly. And they recently sent us a um, letter telling us that um, we weren't allowed to save as much money. So my wife went over to find out what had happened. And they had told us that it was costing them too much um, money this is the bank costing them too much money to have people saving money because nobody was borrowing everybody was saving so this just epitomizes what happens in a recession there's no less cash it's just that people tend to hoard it they tend to put it aside because they think a rainy day is coming which it either has arrived or is coming and it's understandable so what you need to realize is there's no less money available for your patients and for your clinic. It's just a question of you being able to encourage 
patience to spend that money with you. If you're good enough at doing that ethically, well, then there's no reason you can't thrive in uh, in any recession, in any uh, economic um, period. It's just a little harder, and you have to be a little smarter during a recession. In fact, it's quite probable with this recession, there's going to be significantly more money as central banks have realized that the answer is going to be to print money and to give it away very, very cheaply. Here in Ireland, we're part of the European um, European Union and, and, member, and in the Euro, and um, the Irish government um, are able to, as are a lot of governments, to borrow money at negative interest rates. This means people will pay them to borrow the money off them. This is how cheap it will be for governments over the next year or so to borrow money and pass it on to 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 job public and to businesses like ours. So you need to get your mindset right that, yes, there's a recession, but money is still available, it's still circulating, and money does not have uh, ha- does not have rational thought. It will flow to whoever is best at attracting it. And if you as a clinic owner get good at attracting it, um, there's no reason, like I said earlier, you can't do well. So some of the biggest companies ever um, were founded in recessions. IBM, for example, Microsoft, or even General Electric. Um, General Electric was founded, um, I noticed, by Thomas Edison um, at a time when consumer spending in the, U- in the U.S. had dropped by 40% due to a panic. So there's no reason, if you get your mindset right and you consider what it is your patients really want in a recession, that you can't do well during this recession and possibly do better than you've ever done before. Lots of clinic owners have decided that they're going to batten down the hatches. Some have even decided they're just not going to open their doors again. They've given up and they've decided to, to just retire or get a job somewhere else. And while I respect this, this is not obviously what you're looking for. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, would you? This is the Podiatry Business Podcast after all. So you have to decide what do you want out of this recession? Do you want to just survive? Do you want to get smaller or do you want to thrive and get bigger? Just like I am, just like my clinics are. And you can do this. And it's the smart clinic owners who are thriving. And they're doing it for a number of reasons. They're thriving firstly because they're approaching their clinic as a real business. So what's happened in what, what, during the lockdown is that we had time to sit back and appraise what we were doing. And a lot of clinic owners realized that the misconception that we're, we're told by our peers and we're told in college that just being good clinically was all you need to be successful financially isn't actually true. That they found that during the lockdown that yes, they were very good clinically, but maybe they weren't making as much money as they thought they might make. Maybe their financial situation was more precarious than they hoped it would be considering how much time and effort they've put into their clinical education. And the the smart business owner, a smart clinic owner, realizes that they need to do more than be good clinically. Obviously, they must be good clinically, but they need to be good at business. They need to get help where they, um, if they're not able for this. Just like when we go on a course to learn a certain skill um, or to be taught uh, certain clinical uh, presentations and so forth, we also need to start to learn how to run a business and get help where appropriate or This does not mean that 
by approaching your clinic as a true business that's going to provide for you whether you're there or not and provide you and your staff and your patients with some security that the clinic will always be there to look after all of those people um, that this means you necessarily have to um, uh, give up on your ethics. There's no reason you can't have a well-run ethical clinic that delivers premium quality uh, medical care to your patients while delivering a profit to you that makes it worth your while. The second thing that the smart clinic owners know um, is necessary at all times, but even more so in a recession, and this is what patients really want in a recession, is that patients really want value. Now, when I say value, I don't just mean value for money. I mean value for the whole experience. What we tend to do is we tend to to look on it as I'm charging X and it's a completely um, non-rational or non-emotional, rational um, transaction. Value means so much more to your patients. Um, it does not simply mean how cheap it's going to be or the monetary value. This is not a good idea to, to approach it this way because if you just think, well, if I um, give good value by being the cheapest, well, then you'll never be the cheapest. Somebody will always come along and undercut you. And if you approach your business this way, well, you're welcome to do so, but you're going to find it a cutthroat situation and very difficult to sustain long term before you start to burn out. No, what I mean by value is the importance or the worth or the benefit to the patient for coming to see your to for coming to your clinic and seeing your um, podiatrists or your clinicians, whoever they may be, the overall value, and that includes. Um, having to make the effort to get into their car, to come to drive to your clinic. Maybe they need to take time out of work every week or twice a week to do so, depending on what you're doing. All of these things are um, subconsciously computed by your patient to work out whether it or not it's value to come and see you, not just simply the price that you charge. And what you need to consider as a clinic owner to ensure that you do well in this recession and that you're not one of the clinics that closes down is that you're delivering value to your patient during every single touch point that that patient has with your clinic throughout its life its patient life cycle. So this might include when it visits your website. Was it value for its time visiting your website? Did it get information for free? that was of value to them, not simply information that includes where you went to college and what course you did and how much you care more than the other clinic. That's not value for time. Value for time is some explanation of why they might have the condition they have. Value for time might be some videos on some simple exercises they can do to relieve the pain that they're having. Value for time might be when they ring the clinic that you actually answer the phone that you, when you answer the phone, your team is well able to answer all of their questions and to direct that patient to the correct um, decision on whether or not it should, they should come and see you. Um, value for money is, it seems obvious to state it, but is to ensure that your patient reaches their goal. 
And believe it or not, this is something that most clinics don't even think about. What they think about is I'll get the patient in the door and I'll treat them one appointment at a time and I'll see how I get on. Now, that's all well and good. And I understand why that is because people are afraid of over-treating. But what they tend to do instead is they tend to under-treat the patient. They don't actually fix the patient. So let's imagine that your patient comes into you and in reality, it's going to take six appointments at £50 each to fix them. So that's £300. Now, if that gets that patient back to running their 5K or going on that walking holiday when they're allowed to travel again, well, then that's good value for money. But if instead what happens is they only come for three or four appointments, let's say four appointments, because your team is not good enough at explaining to the importance of sticking with the plan all of the way, then that patient has come in and they've spent £200. They've spent time coming into your clinic. They've had to take time out of work and they haven't reached their goal. That is really poor value for money. And it's a bugbear of mine. I have two bugbears really. One is that uh, we, uh, in my clinic, I have two bugbears. And the first is that we, um, we value and we appreciate the patient's time. So we run on time. And we don't run late with our patients. And the second is we deliver value for the service. So I always instruct my staff that we don't ever apologize. We don't have to explain the price that we charge. But we certainly do have to deliver value for what we do. And that means making sure that the patient in all possible situations, now I know it's not going to be possible 100% of the time, but as near to that as possible, reaches their goal that they came into. So if you're a clinic owner and you're listening to this, even if you're not a clinic owner and you're working for someone else, then what I would ask you to do, to take away from this, is to make sure that your clinic does well, especially during a recession, is you consider what value are you giving your patients all the way through their their interactions with you from the moment that they find you online or in the in the yellow pages or on Facebook all the way to their phone call to their initial appointment to every single time they come and see you to when they finish have they reached their goal and to your follow up afterwards to make sure that they've maintained their good progress in all of those points, you as a clinic owner should be ensuring that those patients get value for their time and for their effort and for their money, not just value for money, which means in a lot of people's eyes being as cheap as possible, because that is not a way to survive a recession and indeed thrive through a recession. If you can instill this into your mindset and from you, and from you into your staff, your clinic will become a sustained, um, stable business that will outlast any recession and when the good times return, uh, thrive even further than it would otherwise have done. So until next week, this is Lorcan Donla, podiatrist and health business mentor, signing off.